Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today I have been vegan for 46 years and 13 days, and if I had a nickel for every time someone said, I'd eat this way if only somebody else made the food, well, I'd be a millionaire, but your prayers have been answered. There's a new kid in town, Whole Harvest, that makes whole food, plant-based food accessible, delicious, and deliverable. And the reason I am so excited to tell you about them is because they are endorsed by none other than the strictest person in the plant-based eating space, Dr. Alan Goldhammer. He actually told me that about them the last time we spoke, and I had the privilege of meeting their CEO, Mark Gossman, who is on the show today, along with their executive chef, Will Harris, who's going to be cooking something up in my kitchen, and I'm so excited. We're going to learn all about their company, how it got started, why it got started, all about the food. You can ask all the questions you like, and they're going to be offering you a very generous discount of $30 off your first order. So I'm really excited. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to be going in the kitchen to work with the chef and, and talk to the CEO, so I won't be able to see the chat. However, we want to make sure we answer all of your questions. So we have our two wonderful moderators, Jesse and Susanna, who will be fielding questions, texting them to me on my phone so that no question gets unanswered. Please welcome to the show the CEO of Whole Harvest, Mark Gossman. Hey, Chef AJ, thank you so much. Thanks for having us in your house, by the way. And I'm joined today, I'm just taking over the show, I guess, right now, since she's not here. This is my our executive chef, uh, Will Harris, and he's responsible, here she comes. She's responsible for these amazing creations that we do. So, I should go in the middle, oh yes, my God, yeah. am I short or are you guys tall? Um, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna stand up straight. <laughs> this is Mark and this is Will. Hello. So thank you so much for being, this is so exciting. Like you had, cause we just met at the Plantrician's Conference and then have you come over and be in my own kitchen. Yeah. I mean, who gets to do that? I love <laughs> chefs because I am, I mean, I, I, I'm a fake chef. I'm not a real chef. I take shortcuts. I buy three chopped onions and you know, grabs this bravo says I'm not a real chef. But yeah. like at the conference, I was telling you guys that like everybody was standing in line for the doctors. I'm like hanging out in the kitchen, like trying to learn from the chef. So I think this is fabulous. Why don't we start with you? Because without you, you probably wouldn't have been doing this. True. So true. Yeah. what is your, we, we love to know your story about how you became, whether you want to call it vegan or whole food plant-based and why. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's both. It's the story of how I became vegan plant-based and how Whole Harvest came to be. So I'll just give you that. That's a usually a good place to start because it lets your your listeners, your followers know where we're coming from. So essentially it's the store, Whole Harvest was born out of the, the story of two guys' health issues, um, experiences with heart disease, both very different. And it's um, my longtime friend of over 30 years, Mike, and myself. And Mike's story, it starts with him because he is, for 30 years I've known him, very avid fitness guy, like went to the gym every day, He's like, you'd look at him, this guy's in really good shape. So one day he's driving home from the gym and he starts to get chest pains. And as he got home, they get worse. And he gets home and he's thinking, gosh, did I work out too hard or am I having a heart attack? So he jumps back in his car. He drives himself to the hospital. Sure enough, he's having a heart attack. Well, two stents later, he's talking to his cardiologist and the cardiologist says, um, hey, Mike, you got to clean up your diet. You know, I know you're in good shape and all, but you, know, you got to lay off the pizza and the Diet Coke and bring more fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds into the, what were you, the what was he eating before? Uh, 
pizza and Diet Coke. It wasn't good. <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> barbecue. Yeah, it wasn't good. And how old was he at the time? Uh, at the time, he was, uh, let's see, like 43, 44. Yeah, I was young. So he's having this conversation and he said, yeah, you've got to change your diet. And Mike said, yeah, of course. I just had a heart attack. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. So he did that. He made those changes and he did that for about a year. And then same thing chest pains back in the hospital, third stent going in. So by this time he's thinking this modified standard American diet doesn't really work for me. So I'm gonna do some research. He found Forks Over Knives when Forks Over Knives just started about 12 years ago. He followed the work of Dr. Esselstyn and Dr. Campbell and he went all in whole food plant-based, no oil diet. And to this day is extremely strict. And the end result is 12, 13 years later, he's in the best shape of his life. He's in his late fifties and he's reversed his heart disease. So I come into the picture a few years later, I wake up one night, my entire left side is numb and I'm laying in bed thinking, what am, what's going on? Am I having a stroke or, or what? So I get out of bed and I'm walking around trying to shake it off. And later that morning, I went to the hospital and I did an MRI and, you know, did the whole thing and no, no signs of a stroke. And so I, I wasn't really satisfied with that. So I went and found a cardiologist and I said, and I asked him to do, you know, the normal stress tests and all those things and didn't show a whole lot. But then I said, I'd really like to see what the inside of my arteries look like. So I, I did the CT scan where you go into the big tube and they inject barium into your, your uh, veins and you get to see the inner workings of all your arteries. And sure enough, I've got mild plaque buildup and I'm 51 years old at the time. Now that wasn't the answer to what happened that night, but at 51, I didn't wanna end up with two heart attacks like my good friend, Mike. So Mike convinced me to go whole food plant-based, no oil. And I did, and I was very open to it, but I, I wanted to prove that it worked. So I did my blood work on the front end, and then I went strict whole food plant-based, no oil for three weeks. At the end of the three weeks, I took my blood work again and I had lost 12 pounds. I had energy off the charts and oh, my cholesterol dropped 40 points in three weeks. My numbers were starting to lie. My blood pressure was better. But the problem I had with it as a busy person, it was hard to do. It was, you know, it wasn't the easiest diet to do because there's a lot of planning and shopping and chopping and prepping. And, and chewing, chewing, lots of chewing, lots of volume. Right. And I didn't enjoy cooking that much. And if at all, but if you put some really good food in front of me, I'll eat it. Right. That's exactly right. So I, I call up Mike and I'm like, how can we make this easier for people? Because it's super, super important for people to eat this way. But I know the obstacle is I don't want to cook. I don't have time to cook. I don't know how to, to do it. I don't know how to be self-sufficient doing this. And so we started Whole Harvest in the middle of the pandemic, by the way. You're kidding. Why are we yeah. just finding out about you now? I, that's, yeah, 2020. That was That's oh. when we started. And um, so we were lucky. We were fully funded. We didn't have to be under the gun to make payroll the next week. We got to take our time, work with different chefs and different cuisines and different shipping methods until we really nailed it. And we started shipping nationwide in, uh, let's see, January of 2022, actually. Oh, wow. So not that long ago. Nice. 
And then later that year, we got a call from Dr. Dean Ornish's office. And Dean, Dr. Ornish was looking for someone to make all the meals for his current clinical trials. They find you. That's really a. They a found us fate. online. Yeah, they, they did. And it was it was a twist of fate. That and was it was really, like we were honored, right? That so was really amazing. Was. We saw him speak just we that did. week. It was yeah. fantastic. And so we started down that path of making all the meals for the Alzheimer's program and for the reversing heart disease program. And that led us to working with, you know, all kinds of providers all across the, the country. So, and the, the beauty of it is we're working with people that are working, you know, reversing a chronic disease or trying to prevent getting a chronic disease, which is obviously close to our heart, you know? No, no pun intended. <laughs> better to make food for people with heart disease than two guys that yeah, had heart disease. Exactly. We've got a couple of questions coming in. This yes. one's from Belen. Uh, did the doctors remove all the stents? No, the doctors did not remove all the stents that I know of. Okay. But, but he's clear and in great shape. And you mentioned reversed heart disease. What does that mean exactly? How is that verified? I mean, it means that, um, and he's had some scans and stuff, and it means that he hasn't, uh, you know, had any future future buildup or you know, had any more buildup um, in plaque in his arteries, and it's he's clean and good to go. So nice, maybe it really we'll works. Show I love heart. Yeah. I love health. I love when people you know, get healthy. It, it, it's just shame though, that, that so many people wait until an event that, yeah. that it's almost too late. Yeah. I mean, my husband is like probably the only person I know that heard Dr. McDougal speak in 2000 and no, excuse me. Yeah. 2001. I said, oh, well, this makes sense. I'll do it. Yeah. But most people wait until, you know, they either hit rock bottom or they have some kind of scared. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Maybe it's Not the good. pleasure trap. Who knows? Yes, it could be. <laughs> yeah. Well, what were you eating before? You know, my diet wasn't terrible. I mean, I, you know, standard American diet, but probably healthier than the average. I didn't really do a lot of fast food or anything like that, but, um, because heart disease run in your family. It does. Yeah. And Unfortunately, my grandfather died of a heart attack and my mom in December just died from I'm heart sorry. disease. So, yeah. Did, was it too late for her to get on this mm -hmm. plan? It okay. really was. Yeah. Were you an exerciser? Were Mike exercisers? Yeah, I was an exerciser, moderate level, um, you know, just doing my normal thing and um, nothing extreme, but Mike was definitely more of the fitness, uh, you know, buff of the two. But it shows that exercise is not enough. No, mm -hmm. it's, nope. it's all, you know, it starts it's with what you food. eat. It's the food. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah it's okay. awesome. And then that led us to just, you know, Keep growing and keep growing, and and we met our amazing chef. Yeah. Will. Who is this guy? I read that he's yeah. been cooking since he was fifteen. I have you beat. I started at seven. Oh, I am but, older than you. Uh, <laughs> so, tell us your plant-based journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, my journey is a little different. I spent, as you mentioned, I, twenty years in a kitchen. So, um, from from high school, so fr freshman in high school, I started cooking, and I followed the the path of fine dining and and. Um, fine dining is is interesting there's a definitely a, a very giant curtain behind the kitchen so with the, what i mean by that is we provided the best food we could but that didn't necessarily mean that everyone in the kitchen was healthy so i was eating um through stress and eating while standing up and um eating all sorts of fat and meats and animal products all day long and then i would i would often eat at around midnight and go to bed and wake up sick and repeat that process for 20 years so i did that to myself um, during the same time, my father was suffering from heart disease and he did pass away um, as well. Uh, uncles, cousins, family members all kind of had um, sufferings and, and we had family losses due to heart, heart disease. So, um, you know, here I am 2020, uh, 2019 around the pandemic and I had limped a restaurant group through the pandemic and 
and um, had, you know, during the pandemic for so many of us, we thought, what is this? What is this life? What are we doing? What is happening? To kind of push pause. So I thought to myself, what can I do to make an impact and to help people through food? Um, instead of giving them an amazing meal that they spend too much money on and, and, and then uh, go home at night, I, 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 I was searching for something more, right? What, el what else is there? How can I help people? Um, and then during the same time, I was suffering from some problems. I had, um, I had suffered from a really bad case of diverticulitis. I had to have my intestine repaired. I spent a month in the hospital. Um, during the same time, I just had a baby. And you it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. As well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so I, so much stress going on in my life. And so I had to push pause, but, but I really couldn't. So um, fate and, and an amazing thing happened when I got a call from um, Whole Harvest and they had heard that I was into rice recipe writing and I could write recipes for just about any group, um, any kind of concept. And I said, sure, but, but what else do you have? And so um, the whole harvest responded with, well, what are you looking for? And I said, well, I'm looking to heal people through food. And so I would like to write your recipes, but I would actually like to come work for you full time. And so they said, when can you start? Yes. So I took the leap and, um, you know, something that's always driven me is, is, is our food industry and our, and our, and how, how people just can't avoid being sick. They're hungry. So that, that comes first, right? You have to eat. The food you put in your body is more processed and ingredients you don't understand and things on a label that don't make any sense. It's like chemistry uh, or it's like a, it, it's like quantum physics trying to trying to navigate what a label reads. So the common the common thing is that um, uh, the one question that really was constantly repeated in my mind is, uh, you know, the food industry feeds us food and, 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 and has no uh, attention to health. And then the health industry heals us, but pays no attention to food. And Whole Harvest is exactly that. Um, we heal people through our food, and and we also make the food interesting. There's always an element of surprise in our food. So um, people say everything you take out of it. Well, where's the oil? Where's the fat? Um, where's the flavor? And our our response to that is we have more flavor. We have we have more elements of surprise because we're using vegetables in an inventive way. And, and, and a chef-driven format that makes it exciting to eat. And um, that's why I'm here. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe even before Will cooks you, maybe you should show yeah. some of the meals Absolutely. you brought with you and how they're delivered, your packaging, how long they last, can they be frozen, how are they heated? Because this is all the kind of questions that people probably are going to ask. Yeah, so they arrive in a box, in an insulated box um, that are that's kept at temperature. And I'm gonna just take, this isn't our permanent label, so I'm just gonna take this off. But basically there is a label with Let's all of the different- Let's just show it up because people, people like to know nutritional. Yeah. They like to know ingredients. They like to know things. So everyone comes with a label like this. Yep, all of the meals are cooked um, and prepared, ready to, ready to eat, ready to heat and eat. Some you can eat cold and no oil, no added um, sugar, um, low in sodium and an SOS free lined. Um, so they are vacuum sealed, as you can see, and this is the vessel that you get it in. And they, to, to get into them, they really are you know, rather easy. They just peel right back off. And then you can transfer this meal into you know a glass plate or or whatever you prefer your heating method it could be heated in the microwave it could be heated in the on the stovetop it could be heated in the oven whatever you prefer um, they do come fresh and with the new vacuum sealing process that we use you'll get a shelf life of um, an average shelf life of about seven to ten days 
So some will be a little bit shorter, some will be a little bit longer, depending on when they're made. The reason I'm plating this is because I want to show people how much food it lot. is. It's deceiving when yeah. it's in the vacuum sealed package. Mm -hmm. But for those of us that are volume eaters, you'll see that it is a substantial amount of food. Now, would something like this be able to be frozen or yes. can all of them be frozen once they're not, if they're not, look at this, see, this is enough for me. That's a lot. And it smells really, yeah. really good. Yeah, it, they all can be frozen. That's the beauty of it. So they are, again, made fresh. They come to you fresh, and then you can keep them in your refrigerator up until the, you know, the, the eat by date. And then the eat by date, you would put them in the, in the freezer and they freeze beautifully. I actually have some that I froze couple, three months ago, yeah. um, just from our testing, and they still look exactly like I have. Since there's no air around the food, they don't right. crystal. This is the ratatouille. Yeah, that's the ratatouille. This is the creamed corn oh, yeah. and farro, and just, it's, uh, yeah, it's vibrant and bright and beautiful. Very, very yeah. cool. I love it. Thank you. Do you guys have any questions for either Will or Mark? Post them in the chat, and Jesse and Suzanne will get them to me. Are you based in the Sacramento area, asks Gina. We are based, we are, our kitchen is, our culinary center is in Denver, Colorado, and we ship all across the United States. So uh, definitely to Sacramento. Aaron would like to know, do you deliver to New York? Maybe you could talk yes, about, do you deliver to all 52 states or just in the mainland? We just the main, yep, just the lower, so lower no, states. So no Alaska or Hawaii right. yet. Okay. Not yet. What about, yet. what about Virgin Islands? Not yet. Puerto Rico? Okay. Yep, just the continental US. So when we get these, how long do they last in the fridge? Yes. So anywhere from the average is seven to 10 days. Wow. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And then if we freeze them, obviously longer. Yeah. But six if, months. If somebody's going to freeze them, they should freeze them right away. Not wait till day 10, right? They should, they should use the best by date. So there's a best by date on each one of them. And just before the best by date is up, you'll want to put it in the freezer and then you're good to go. Nice. So if you do not get to them, um, what, a, what a lot of people like to do is they like to try it by replacing one of the most complex meals for them. Some people it's lunch, some people it's dinner, some people it's breakfast, but they try, you know, replacing just one a day. So just order seven and maybe a couple extra for the freezer. And that's a great way to try them. And they can use your code, Chef AJ. Oh, and when at, at checkout, you can go to wholeharvest.com forward slash Chef AJ, and then use Chef AJ as the code, and you'll get $30 off nice. your first order. How long, once they place the order, how long does it take for it to be delivered? It takes about, it depends. It takes uh, about five to seven days five for the seven. average. Yep. Okay, so, yep. and can they... Do you have like bundles, for example, or does everyone, is everything a la carte? Do they pick and choose? They can pick and choose. They can build their own bundles. Um, we do, we are coming out with a new 21 day program. That's a transformation program. So if you, if you are just new to this way of eating, um, I like the 21 days because that's what I did and it proved to work for me and it works for many others, but you can pick your meals for 21 days. It can be breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or it can just be lunch and dinner. Um, that's a good way. If another reason why people might be interested in that is if they kind of fallen off track a little bit, you know, and it's time to get back in into the groove here. And that's a great way to just immerse yourself, get back into this way of eating and readjust your taste buds and all of that. Um, N. Smith says, do you foresee adding any more raw vegan options? I don't know. That's a good chef will question. Yeah, um, with the new packaging that we're doing, um, a lot of the raw food is is best in a, a package that has air opposed to doesn't have air. So this this style of food is going to last um, seven to ten days, or you freeze it, 
where the raw food um, we package in a different way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a, we do we do have a raw food of line, uh, especially green leafy salads and cruciferous vegetables and lots of radish and things like that. But yeah, we do have a raw food of line, raw raw line of food. Thank you. And Mona says, how well will these keep if they're being sent to Georgia? Oh, really well. We right. we've got a lot of customers in Georgia, and uh, yeah, they travel really well. So. And Diana says, are the ingredients like corn, soy, or things you eat the peel of organic? Yes. Yep. So we we yeah. buy organic all of the time. There are occasions where we can't get stuff that's organic yeah. and some some ingredients. And for instance, you'll get a, a you know a big container of blueberries, organic blueberries, and they're not quite how we want them to look, or you know, there's a problem, so we'll have to substitute that. But yeah, organic um, whenever possible. Yeah, as as most as as most as we possibly can find. Um, I, once again, to mention the pandemic, the pandemic kind of really really tampered the organic industry, and then guess what? The commodity produce came over and took over. So so we're fighting against that and really rebelling against that system and and buying organic and sourcing the best through our purveyors in Colorado. And most most of this organic is sourced locally when we can, and then a lot of it comes out of your neck of the woods actually when, yeah. when we can't. So so being in the Rocky Mountains, we do use produce all year round. And so a lot of it comes from California. And um, I would say about 85, 90% is organic. Thanks. Here's a question, couple of questions on the same topic. So Jesse says, they say the meals ship overnight. If we're in the East or the West Coast, will they really arrive in one day? And Aaron says, how long does it take to ship across the US? They don't ship always overnight. So the, the rule of thumb is really two days. The, the box and the, the um, refrigerant in the box is made to last for two days, yeah. a little bit longer actually. So generally, if, if they come out of our kitchen on Monday, you'll get them on Wednesday. Terrific. And Superfood Parents asks whether or not these are kid approved, which meals would you recommend for children and immature palates? Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I'll answer that. I, I have a... A four-year-old um, uh, who's not a picky eater, and I have a one-year-old who is a very picky eater, but um, they love the food, especially the lasagna and anything on our pasta line. So we have a spaghetti, we have a, a bolognese, this dish actually, the creamed farro. Um, it's made by by using the corn as the as the cream. So it's soft and delicious and, and tastes kind of like macaroni and cheese. And so kid, very kid-friendly. I mean, um, and the funnest thing for the kids is actually the packaging, showing them that we get a box, unveil it, there's cards in it, there's a spice line that we have that they love to play with and use as shakers. Hold up really close yeah. to the camera, each one of the three and talk about the spices. Yeah, we have a, about seven spices and today we, we bought three to feature um, Southwest Sazon, which is kind of a uh, Latino spice and it's good for starting or finishing a meal with. Um, the uh, Moroccan spice, which has a, a sweet kind of savory balance to it, very delicious um, for any sort of Mediterranean food. Uh, and then we have a Mile High barbecue, give homage to um, our roots, which was barbecue um, from from Mike. And um, and then we do a little uh, Mile High touch. So it's, it's smoky and kind of has that hatch chili flavor to it. Um, but yeah, kids love it because it's it's a unveiling and it's exciting to get a box of food delivered to your house. I had no idea until it actually happened. Uh, but yeah, so so yeah, for sure, kid friendly. TSX, are prices different for each type of meal or pretty standard for each? They average about $13 a meal, but th there's some variations. Some are $12.50, some are $13.95, kind of depends on the, the complexity of the, the meal. Great. Yeah. Karen says, is it delivered overnight if it's coming to Oklahoma? 
It is in Oklahoma. I believe that is two days from Denver. Which places are one day just out of curiosity? Pretty much just Colorado, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so well, then they can, just go, they can just go pick it up. Yeah, then. it's really, yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. It's not too far. Like, which are your most popular meals? Definitely the comfort food items. So like the lasagna is the number one seller. Um, we do, that's that's amazing. Um, actually, the Vitality Bowl is, is a bowl style. That's the number one seller. Yeah, that's a raw item. Yeah, well. that's a raw item. And the um, the comfort food, you know, we, we're always talking with two groups of people, those that are you know new to, to this way of eating and those that have been eating this way a while. So you'll find every any given week, there's 25 or so items on the menu and some are that comfort food and some are the more traditional, you know, bowl style meals. Uh, there's a question. Do you have gluten-free meals? Of course we do. I think, I think about 70%, maybe 75% yeah. of our meals are gluten-free on the menu at any given time. Yeah. Yep. And what type of containers are they delivered in? Will it withstand being tossed around in a delivery truck? Remember that too? Yeah, great question. <laughs> Yeah, scene of the movie. Yeah. That's been an ongoing challenge, and that's why we moved to this vacuum sealed product. This product is this. These are all recyclable, by the way, fully curbside recyclable, and it is so amazing. We actually buried one of these trays in the um, in some dry ice, and you know when you touch dry ice, it burns you, right? Oh. So we buried a tray for like an hour, and we took it out, and then we literally twisted it back and forth. It was completely pliable. So what this new packaging has allowed us to do is eliminate some of the problems we did have in the past with, you know, the, the delivery company kind of throwing things around and not, not being as perfect. The other beautiful thing with this is they can pack like this vertically in the box and it saves, this new way saves about 50% of packaging materials. So we can reduce the size of the box. We can get more meals in a box. You can actually get 21 meals in one box. You can get all your meals for the week yeah. in one box, one shipment, and that saves you on the shipping costs. Easy too. to manage, yeah. and it's non-toxic plastic. And what about the box, the box itself? Is that recyclable? Yeah, so it's um, cardboard box, fully recyclable. The liner inside the box is made from plant materials, actually. So we can eat it. You could eat it if you'd like, okay, maybe a little sauce. Uh, okay, but yeah. is it SOS free? <laughs> it is SOS free. Okay. <laughs> You're going to eat the... <laughs> yeah, put a little seasoning on it. And just to mention the seasonings, um, the reason for the seasonings is just to create variety all the time, right? Because the worst thing that can happen is this menu fatigue sets in and you get kind of bored eating the same stuff over and over again. Never happened to you, me. You don't, I know. <laughs> but I do, unfortunately. But There are people that people are more novelty have, seeking that need yeah. a variety. Yeah. Well, and that's what this does. You can, you can kind of change things up. You can change the flavor profile of any of these meals by just, you know, I want to add some Southwest seasoning. I want to do a little barbecue flavor. You know, so they go, there's uh, seven different seasonings. There's just a variety One for of things. each day of the week. Yes, exactly. Susanna would like to know, uh, do you have any future plans to come to Canada? I thought you had a USPO box, so couldn't you just pick it up there? Yeah, that would be a good idea. We, um, at this time, we don't have plans for Canada, but we, we have so much going on and, and we have our new um, Whole Harvest Kitchen restaurant opening up in about five weeks in Kansas City. No Did way. you know that? No. Oh, I forgot Who's, to tell you that. You, you're not going to be the chef. Oh, there, yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be there for most of, the, yeah, most of the opening. Wow. Yeah. 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 So like that's Kansas been, City is in Missouri? Yeah. So Kansas yeah. City, we figured like if we can do it in the barbecue capital of the world, hey, It'd be successful everywhere. That's so right. We're starting in Kansas City. 
And then uh, the plan is to go across the country with multiple restaurants. That's good for you. Thank yeah. you for doing this and yeah. sharing your stories. So how is this is a, a chefy question because I find that with oil, sugar, and salt, at least I feel that um, oil in some ways is the easiest because especially if you're allowed to use fat, you can use tahini, nuts, seeds, avocado, you know, tofu, things for creaminess. And I find that sugar is not a problem either, at least for me, because you've got dates, you've got all kinds of fruits. Yeah. But salt has always seemed to be the hardest for the chefs that I've talked to. Yep, that that is true, and for me as well. And and a, and a, a palate of a chef, you always you know, are trained to salt first and and yeah, just later take it as far to the salt ceiling as you can. And if you taste salt, then it's too salty. Yeah. But um, the, the key is a balance and and seasoning and using elements of surprise, right? So lime juice on a finish or finishing um, with a pickled shallot or fresh herbs. And so there's so many ways to kind of please the palate without always going for that salt shaker or that finishing salt. And so, um, and then you get up and you feel good. That's the beauty of it. And so you do that time and time again. And that's, that's the message we're trying to, trying to convey. My Canadian friend says they're not allowed to bring food across yeah. the border. What if you get like a suit and just shove it in your hand, you know, big coat, you know, they check or those, those border patrol in Canada are tough. Question yeah. from Jesse, are the spices in the dishes organic? Yeah, we all use all organic spices um, from a company called Golden Organics in Colorado. And so they source all their spices in North America and beyond and uh, have an organic label. It's interesting because we just switched. So the label currently um, has a few organic ingredients, but next week when we redo the label, it'll be 100% organic. Um, and, uh, some of us miss the answer to food packaging. Are the meals in plant-derived packages? So the um, the we packaging, yeah. yeah, the packaging itself, the shipping materials are plant-derived. Um, this is recycled plastic and fully curbside recyclable. Yeah, and right. and and we have plastic. to just just to be you know, transparent, we did test those fiber based plant-based fiber bowls but what happens when you put fresh food in there and then pack it and send it across the country uh it's not great it, com <laughs> it composts itself it, yes yeah uh, jesse or susanna can you please put the link to order in the chat so that it's clickable for people because i can't do it from my phone thanks so much 30 dollars off your first order to try approved by dr ellen goldhammer at the true north health center dr dean ornish i mean those are two very good yep. uh People, if they say, you know, they say it's okay, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see Dr. Goldhammer tomorrow. Oh boy, I'm curious what you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't wait. The man, the myth, the legend. Yes. He, he's not as scary as he sounds. No, he's actually he's, very nice. Very nice. Okay, so do you want to make something? Sure, Because you're sure. a chef. And yeah, I do. I'd love to. A um, little mess of this, a little more. Yeah, this. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a late summer harvest dish for you. Um, something. So it's, I'm calling it a North American harvest, but this is, this is all local Sacramento produce. Um, so late summer harvest. We have some corn, tomatoes, um, uh, beautiful herbs, and some, and some hatch peppers. And so I'm gonna make a dish that is really simple to eat, and it has those elements of surprise um that I talked about so really simple to make and delicious to eat is what I meant did to you say go to I did Where? I did I went to the Culinary Institute of America a lot of people in, went there. in New yeah. York yeah nice is, yeah. is it closed no it, it's it's is still it rocking yeah it's yeah. uh it's the a lot of the Johnson and Wales and the art institutes are closed yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, once again pandemic pandemic but, yeah. yeah yeah so let's get started so over here uh Chef AJ's beautiful kitchen I have a dry pan so as Chef AJ mentioned 
cooking at home, oils the first thing you go for, right? Start, you know, you're taught the Mediterranean come over here or, or, or the saute method. Everything has to be in an oil pan, but not true. Guess what? You can use nothing at all. Like in this case, I have these beautiful hatched chilies uh, from the farmer's market and, and or from, you know, you can pick them up at Sprouts or Whole Foods or whatever you want to do. Um, these are just going into a dry pan and I put pressure on them. And by doing that, they're toasting the pepper, giving it an incredible amount of flavor and kind of Maillard reaction caramelization. Did you toast those on the on the gas? Just dry, right in the oh, pan. Just dry yeah, toasting. Yeah, no, nothing in there at all. In I, that pan, that's fabulous. I put a little weight on it from, from the lid. And I it, didn't know you could do that. Yeah, so you're just developing a ton of flavor and it's also cooking the pepper. And over here I have corn um, on the cob. In, in a pot of water, and it's just a minimal amount of water. Get that going again for you guys. And what I'm doing by that is, is, is the same kind of theory of cooking a piece of meat on the bone. You're gonna have a ton of flavor in this cob itself. And so instead of shaving it off before you cook it, cook it whole on the cob, and you're gonna infuse all that flavor into this liquid. And then with this liquid, I'm gonna use that to blend the corn. Um, so I'll, I'll do that shortly. And over here, I just have a very simple, um, grain mixture, gluten-free grain mixture. I have some millet, um, which was soaked. So soaked overnight and you want to soak millet to help with absorption in your body. It, you digest it a lot easier. So millet's a ancient grain, gluten-free. And I also have some quinoa. It's um, delicious. A, a millet, quinoa. Yeah. yeah. So it's just cooked with a two to one ratio. Um, and it's allowed to sit with the lid on and then I fluff it. Two to one. Do you keep to cook? I cook quinoa one to one and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. since I mix, since I mix the two since together, you mix it, okay. one, one pot. Do you use an instant pot or a pressure I do, cooker? I yeah. do. Yeah. And that's another thing the kids like, that's for sure. Yeah. I think it's some sort of robot. So we got that going. Um, my peppers are done. My, my quinoa is, and millet is cooked. And what I'm going to do with the corn is take it over here and show you another neat trick. So let's take this off the stove. This is already cooked, the magic of TV, of cooking TV. Um, sometimes if you're going to take corn out of the water or or try to take the corn off the cob, it's going to run all over the place and create a big mess. For a chef, you literally don't burn yourself when you touch hot things. Yeah, you learn to deal with that. As, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> you learn to deal with that young at a young age. So, so a, a cool trick is to either use a towel, put a towel down, and cut the corn onto the towel. That way you can transfer it to however you want. Um, but in this case, I'm going to put the corn right into a bowl and use a knife and, and shave it right off the cob. That way, I keep the corn where it's supposed to be, not all over the place, and I'm not going to spend my afternoon chasing corn all over the house. So I simply cut it off the cob, and you can smell this. There's nothing in the water, but it just smells. It smells so good. It smells like a harvest. Yeah, so delicious. Who thought of the name Whole Harvest? Uh, Mark. Mark Gossman did. Good name. Yeah. Nice name. Yeah. Like and, and so that's whole food plant based is for the whole. Um, and then and then harvest, obviously, we're trying to use things in season um, as much as possible. And um, a lot of our dishes are, you know, have the word harvest in it because it's gives that, kind of, yeah, gives that kind of that good feel. So corn's coming off the cob. And what I'm going to do is save and reserve half this corn for the dish. And then the rest of the corn, I'm going to get a smaller knife in there. Yeah, easier to navigate. And then the rest of the corn, I'm gonna use and puree it. And guess what? Instead of cream or butter or oil or any sort of fat, fatty nut milk, I'm gonna use the corn water to puree it. So I'm basically putting the corn back with the corn so it's all flavored together. So let's save 
half this corn, put it in here. Oh. My beautiful plastic bars. Yeah, we love these things. We love yeah. these. Well, they last forever and Utility. have a lifetime guarantee. Exactly. <laughs> Utility. Utility. Okay, cool. So that's going right there. Now, we're also going to take these grains and mix those into the bowl. So we've got beautiful fluffed grains. And the, the key to this, just like rice, right? If sometimes you're having trouble cooking rice, say, hey, my rice always comes out crunchy or my grains come out crunchy, let them sit. After they're done, let them sit. This sat for almost 20 minutes with mm -hmm. the lid on it. Then I revealed it, then I fluffed it. It just needs that extra rest time. So the grains are going in. So now I have, um, you know, my fiber, my magnesium, zinc, all that good stuff that comes from the grains. And then we're gonna come over to the blender. So let's go over here. And we're gonna make the, the cream part that I was talking about. So the cream corn, that's gonna go into the blender. And what we're going to do to get that moving around is take that same stock. So this corn liquid right here that you see, it was a minimal amount of liquid, just enough to get the corn steaming with a lid on it. Um, so that's going to go into the, the blender as well. And just a touch at first, we can add more later, but we can't really take it out. So we're going to add it and see what we need to get it going. Add just a touch more. We might need to add a little more corn to this to get it blended. Yeah, because you're not making a very large volume. Yeah, it's a tiny portion. And these oftentimes these blenders are capable of doing much more. So what I'm gonna do is just add one more, one more cob. Sweet. Add a little more corn kernels to this. Okay, that'll blend. Okay, now that's been creamed, if you will, and we're going to taste that. There's nothing in there except corn and the corn liquid that it was cooked in. Tastes like summer, tastes like late summer. So then, that gets cooked, um, or excuse me, gets placed into this bowl with the with the corn and the grains that I made, and it's got this beautiful creamy consistency. And I'm gonna mix that together. I love using things like vegetables for creaminess, exactly. like cauliflower, rather than always relying on tofu and nuts. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you don't Over need to add that unnecessary. And I think even more flavor, really. Right, right. You're adding the flavor of the of the vegetable instead of the instead of introducing a new flavor, which now this is going to taste like super corn instead of mm. corn with nuts, right? So, <laughs> yeah, and so and and then we're going to add just a little bit of crunch factor. So I got about a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds. Toasted or? Yeah, yeah. like slowly toasted, mm -hmm. no salt. That's going to go on there. And we're going to set that aside. Okay, next. Next, do a quick clean of the board. Put it in there instead of. Yeah, <laughs> I should have. You're right. <laughs> okay, next move is to make the salad that's going to accompany this this uh, kind of corn, uh, cream corn. So we have beautiful tomatoes on the market. Those look like beautiful heirloom. Yeah, beautiful tomatoes. Uh, two different varieties here. 
And we're going to take a, a light serrated knife. Gina wants to know if you teach culinary classes. I did. Uh, uh, in my mid-20s, I did. And then I was summoned back to the restaurant industry. Uh, you in. But yeah, I taught, a, I taught a culinary school in San Diego and based the curriculum on, on, uh, on healthy eating. It's pretty cool. So I'm just doing a rough cut. Um, I like to be able to see the beautiful colors of the tomatoes. Okay. Those are gonna go into the bowl. And then I wanna talk again about that element of surprise. So here we have lime juice. And so this is not a typical ingredient you squeeze on tomatoes, but what it's gonna do is bring out a ton of flavor naturally first and, and add this beautiful acidity to the tomato. It's gonna it's gonna just enhance it. So I got two squeezes of lemon or lime, excuse me. I like lime better than lemon. Yeah, it's, it's got the vibrancy and- It's more sweet. And, yeah, it's but... slightly bitter, more sweet. It's got a lot going on. And then um, what I'm gonna do next, wash this spoon off real quick. Yeah, it's great. Okay. You can eat it. Next, I have a uh, some shallot. So this shallot was just cut and seasoned with a little bit of sumac and lime juice as I well. Love sumac. And so, if is you wanna... this an actual dish from your company? No, it's kind it of a hybrid. Be, it will be now. Yeah, <laughs> it's this, but this is the philosophy of how we yeah. cook. Just simple. We try to do as little as we can to these ingredients um, while being true to the ingredient, right? And um, and that's and, how people should eat. Nothing yeah. processed. Yeah, and just be true to the ingredient. Don't overcomplicate it. You don't need a recipe. You can just kind of go with your instincts. And this, so we have date. Um, we have one medjool date and I've cut that up and sliced that. And that's going to add a little element of surprise to this dish. Um, perfect. Okay. So then we have these pickled shallots. Um, so this is pickled without any sugar. All it is is lime juice, sumac um, for that little sweetness and that touch of acidity and then lime juice that goes in there as well. Here's a question. Are the whole harvest demos and presentations available only live or are they recorded for future viewing? Oh, they are recorded. Yeah, they are recorded. You know, we should, um, you should have a regular slot like once a month. He should, because he's a good chef. We should just do like a recipe. And I would love to. Yeah. That's what I do. I think I have some openings. Yeah. When I mean, I love, I like chefs. Let's do it. <laughs> I've got the Southwest seasoning. So in this seasoning, it's got a little garlic, a little chili powder, cumin, onion powder, dried Mexican oregano, um, a little dehydrated sea asparagus, and uh, some chipotle pepper, and a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of um, ascorbic acid, which is essentially just dehydrated vitamin C from an orange. So that it keeps it Yeah, it keeps sprinkly. it bright. Yeah. But just a little bit. We're talking like a quarter teaspoon, just a tiny, 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 tiny bit. And that's going to go on there. Toss that together. Yeah, of course, you want to try one of these. Do you want to try one, Chef yeah. AJ? It's so, it's so big, but I will try one. Yeah, I'll chill over there. Give me a little one. Thank there you. you I'm gonna, okay. Try one with you. Mm. Mm -hmm. When you start with good ingredients. That's it. Yum. We also have some mint. Mint is going to make it even mint. And mint's kind of cool because it's, once again, it's unexpected with tomatoes. Um, usually you're going to see basil or thyme, or rosemary. Uh, we get a little mint. I like mint. That's going to brighten it up. Let's go for the plate up. That's the most important part. Cool. So you want a plate or a bowl? Oh, uh, let's do let's do a bowl, a plate. So okay, see they'll it see it. They'll yeah. see it better on the plate. Yeah. To the left. To the left, right here. Okay. So let's do this. 
Um, people are saying they'd love to see Chef Will as a regular on the show. <laughs> Mark, not so much. I'm no, moving just, in, no, guys. We're I'm kidding. moving into your house. I'm kidding. Okay. That is okay with me. Let's just make this the production okay. kitchen. So we're going to play it. So that, once again, look at this ingredients, guys. This was about $6 from the market, all in. And uh, this is enough food for about four people. So here we go. There's our cream corn uh, with our quinoa and our millet, our pumpkin seeds. Nice little portion right there. I intentionally underate at lunch today. You saw me. I said, I'm going to walk away hungry <laughs> just for you. Wow, look at that. A simple, simple summer salad. This will get a beautiful picture. Pickled yeah. shallots, the tomato. So how did you pickle the shallot? All it was was lime juice. And sumac. And, and a little sumac, yeah. And then, and then of course, um, about 15 minutes on the clock. That's it. I'm going to get some of that delicious juice on there. On the clock. Have you ever done competitions? No, I've avoided those. Yeah, yeah. And they're really, really stressful. I've been invited a couple times and I've, I've declined. Yeah. Uh, not in my own. They are very, very stressful. So there we have it. Yeah. Cheers. Okay. So let's see. That's a late summer harvest salad, uh, cream corn. Well, you want to get me eating it? Okay. Here's the corn part. Mm -hmm. It tastes so fresh. Clean. Oh, my God. If your food tastes half as good as this, mm. Mm -hmm. mm. a little piece of date. Mm. Can I end the show so I can eat this? <laughs> mm. Enjoy. Cheers. This is delicious. Yeah. Mm. Want to try it? Sure. We even let the camera people yeah. try it here, meaning my husband. It's quite delicious. The little date, like you said, like, um, yeah, a little element of surprise. Well, I mean, I wish you every success. I mean, you'll land on your food no matter what. You got oh. I mean, not that you're not that you're going it, but I mean, you're obviously clearly very talented. So, you know, that's the cool thing about being a chef. Is, oh, it's fun. It's it's a nonstop know. learning process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, so well, Mark, you gonna we wanna come back and in, in case there's any there might be another question. We we weren't trying to get you to go away, but you know what they say, too many questions. Mark, no, so what? Quick, Mark, but I was yeah. just taking a break. So, so what question you live in San Diego? Uh, right? Denver as well. I grew, I grew up in San Diego. Okay. Oh my God, I have a friend that's a really great chef there. I mean, not that you need any more help, but she might be a good resource. I mean, you know, she yeah. do conferences there. When oh oh my God, I do have to connect you because okay. Because she really wants out of her job. No, yeah. she, like she's doing other things instead of chef. Like we got you have some meaningful chef work. Well, Let's connect. Yeah, yeah. No, she, yeah, and yeah. she's awesome. I mean, she she assisted me at Rancho La Puerta as my sous chef. And she's the she's really we gotta Kelly, if you're watching. Okay. <laughs> when ordering, do you have to sign up for a subscription method or can you just try some meals? Yes, you can just try yeah. some meals. There is no subscription requirement. If you'd like to subscribe to weekly delivery, you get a little bit of a discount, but you can just order at will anytime you want. Cameraman, what did you think of the thing? You Delicious. Yeah, yeah, really very was. fresh and uh, yeah. kind of just our friend Katie unusual, tried your surprising. meals. She really loved it. I think it was the, there was some kind of bowl with quinoa. Was that the Vitality Bowl? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she loved Ooh, it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she really loved that. Favorites. Well, do you guys have any more questions for me, for Charles, for Bailey, for Mark? Or, oh, yep, here. Please tell Mark how much we enjoy learning about their meals and seeing this great demo. Oh, yeah, thank, well, you. thank you. 
Yeah. Glad I brought them. Yeah. Well, so anybody sure. there going to try it? I know you know, it's so funny because we sent out the email and even before the show, at least three people ordered just, oh, yeah. just on faith. So yeah. Yeah. now that you've seen what they're capable of and yes. learned about some of the meals, you know, we have a few more to try in the fridge. If you want to bring I'll them out, them. Yeah. we'll show you a few more. Sure. And again, they, you know, obviously they don't look as pretty here, but you need that vacuum pack for freshness. But when you put them on a plate, you can see it's quite a generous amount of food. Although it, it's misleading because it doesn't look like yeah. there's much food there. So here's some other ones. We've got a lentil quinoa salad. And again, you have the all the information, nutritionals. So that's really nice for people that like those. Oh, I, you've tried this one, Charles. You said you like the Tuscan pasta with kale, tomato, and walnut yes. meat ragu. Very nice. And this one. Oh, this is pretty. Oh, it looks like it has butternut squash, tofu, katsu, power bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the oh, here's the question of the hour. This is oh. what everybody always wants to know, and there's nothing I can do to make it better if it's bad. People want to know how much is shipping. So there's good news because right. we pay for part of the shipping. So basically, it depends on where you are in the country, but it ranges. It's either going to be twelve dollars and ninety nine cents or twenty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. The good news is that you can get more in a box now with this vacuum sealing. So you only have to, you know, you could order up to twenty one meals and then keep them in the freezer or the refrigerator for as long as they will. But that makes a big difference. Yeah. Who is your, who, who has been your typical customer so far? Who are, the, I mean, obviously you're making them for a program that's different. Not everybody's mm -hmm. in a program. So who are the people that keep ordering? Yeah. The people that keep ordering are just those committed to, you know, preventing chronic disease. You know, they don't want to end up like, you know, my mother, they don't want to end up like my grandfather, you know, people that, um, you know, want to um, eat a healthy, clean, um, whole food plant-based lifestyle or for a number of other reasons, you know, they, they want to protect the environment. They want to, you know, animal rights. I mean, yeah. there's all kinds of things. Or on the go. Or on the go. My yeah. brother-in-law just started Whole Harvest and um, him and his, my sister, so incredibly busy that that Whole Harvest gives them that, that lunchtime meal. This will be, well, I'm not, I hope I don't travel as much as I've been because I go to Mexico for a week to teach at Rancho La Puerta eight days. And I was just cool, gone cool. at the conference for, mm -hmm. for six days, but this would be good because, you know, I'm, I'm let's be honest, I'm going to make my own food. And, yeah. you know, yes. no, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but when I go away for him, that would be a great thing That's because he, if, if I don't leave food, he's just going to eat peanut butter and jelly every day. Well, let me tell you about two different ways people use this too. They also will have a ship to their hotel room. Mm -hmm. So if you are traveling, you can ship this right to their your, your hotel. hospital, your prison. Yeah, yeah, hopefully not the prison. <laughs> Probably wouldn't make it the security. I don't know. But the yeah. the other thing that uh, people do, this is kind of an interesting story. So we have one, um, one of our customers, um, his name is Jim. He lives in Indianapolis. And he is so dedicated to eating this way. He's, it's changed his whole life. And he loves to go out and eat. And, you know, that's a problem, right? I mean, it's hard to find no oil, particularly mm. cooking and low sodium. So he will actually bring one of our meals with him. Yeah. And he will just ask very nicely for the staff, hey, could I'm on a special diet. Could you take this back and heat it up? And they will do that. And then he gives them a really generous tip. Yeah, I've, I've done that. I used to do yeah. that. Um, or had clients that used to do that when I lived in LA. Yeah. So then he, it doesn't interrupt his oh. thing that he loves to do. They so. don't care if you eat their food at a restaurant. Yeah. They just care that you give them money. Yes. I just tasted these on my hand. This mile high barbecue seasoning right. tastes like the outside right. of barbecue potato yeah. chips. Oh, it does. <laughs> and this one, the Moroccan one, 
mm, it tastes kind of like something this would probably be good in oatmeal. Oh, yeah. And this one was the first one I tasted, and I like, can't even remember. Oh, this has on. Mm, really good. Yeah. Mm, has like a brightness to it. Must it have does. consumed or something like lemony or uh -huh. lime. Exactly. Great on like and, grilled uh, vegetables. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you want to put it on. Very yeah. nice. Oh, questions. Every time I go to say goodbye, there's more questions. Um, is there a recipe for the demo dish? I don't think so because he's I just can provide one real quick. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or, or he can it's email to me and we'll put it course, in the show notes later. So yeah. thanks, Tish. Um, when will you have your 21 day kickstart? It's coming out in the next uh, 30 days or so or less. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he should be on the show with a recipe when it starts. You know, that's yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah, okay. And here's yeah. another question I saw. Um, Cal says, tell me more about what's opening in KC, please. Yeah, absolutely. So Whole Harvest Kitchen, actually, I should let you tell about this because it's sure, yeah. the lead on that. Sorry. Whole Harvest Kitchen is our is our uh, big debuted restaurant. So it's going to open late late October. And um, it is our chance to to really showcase this to everyone that's that in access that everyone that, that can that can walk into a restaurant. Right. So this is this th these meals have a little more stricter parameters and the restaurant will be a little little looser a little more open to the general public and um so we have we have a 48 hour fermented sourdough bread um from from locally harvested organic like ancient wheat from america um which is really fascinating big bubbly crust all vegan toppings um we have a huge salad menu um and it's and it's a world menu so the way the world eats plant based is kind of how we we um we based our inspiration what's for the, the name of the restaurant whole harvest kitchen maybe it should be called world harvest yeah. <laughs> yeah world kit yeah but but yeah that's a big inspiration it's just looking at the cultures and the blue zones where people are living longest and and really putting together a culmination of recipes that make sense all together so everything from pizza to ceviche um to bowls to pastas to noodles to salads and uh some really cool desserts as well mm -hmm. and it's going to be a hybrid fast casual um and dinner service at night and so you don't have desserts in your repertoire right now right Ooh, we, we do we do we have a couple oh, yeah I, I didn't, I didn't a couple chocolate yeah, we, have, we have a line of um, harvest bites that can be eaten in the morning or or for after dinner snack or or lunch um so they're they're oats and different uh dehydrated fruits and then we also have a, a crowd favorite which is a chocolate cocoa date um truffle as well and we have granola and uh, some really cool bars and we have a parsnip cake and some things that we're not selling online yet but um well they'll be featured in our restaurant first and foremost and then we'll try to figure out a way how to ship it um but yeah. one one really cool thing that i'd like to add about that is um just like the food industry gets people hooked to sugar and fat and processed foods this food does the same thing i'm telling you uh, and from the honest gut of a chef like when, when you when you listen to your stomach and you start to have those food cravings um, why not have your food craving be something that's going to benefit you instead of something that's going to hurt you? So, um, as when you convert to this style of food, as, as Chef AJ and, and Charles can can attest and Mark, it's you truly crave this food because your body knows and your gut is telling you, "Hey, I want energy, I want vitality, I want to be a good person. Let's eat well, right?" What and you so eat today, you, you get, crave you, tomorrow. You get hooked. It's, it's true. You get hooked. Um, question in the restaurant. Will it be SOS free or will there be any SOS free offerings? Yeah, yeah, SOS free offerings, absolutely. Um, but not an entire SOS free menu. It's going right. to be a combination just... of different, yeah, yeah just it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, yeah, marketing and, and strategy is going to come into play. But a lot of the food naturally is that, right? Yeah. We're going to have salads and bowls and items that are cooked with no salt, no additives, and then it's a sauce on the side. Yep. Right. Or let people, I never understood why people have to use so much salt. Why can't you just cook meals without salt and put it on the table? Exactly. So, I mean, 
We're going to do that exact thing, chef. So exactly. we're going to have seasonings and sauces sure. and dips and then I'd love to customize. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you use sugar in any of your desserts? No, no, we use dates. Um, we also use dehydrated date powder mm -hmm. and uh, we also use a little bit of maple on occasion as well. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Dog mom. Great name asks, is the 21 day plan three meals, a fixed menu? So no, you can choose your meals and it's, it could be three meals a day or two meals a day. And you actually get to pick those meals for the entire 21 day period. So yeah. Jeff, AJ, look, I forgot the awesome. Oh, so let's put that. I I, it's so funny. I was grabbing this to just eat more. And, but imagine if it was this good without it, imagine. Yeah, this, that's going to add it. That's going to add that. Okay. So just so, a little roasted chili. For so that now meat. we have to, I'm sorry, but there's been an addition. We must try it again. I showed you that technique and forgot to put it on the dish. Mm, mm -hmm. That's mm. a hot one. Mm. Mm, mm. Delicious. Mm -hmm. But it was good without it too. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. I love it. I wish this show went in so I could eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But it really is delicious. He would probably like it better without the pepper, but you know, that's yeah, a hot one. He's a very that's a sort of roulette of a pepper, guy. right? There. So, guys, we'll hang out for another minute or so. I'm going to go back to my computer because that's the only way I can end the broadcast. So, if you have any more questions, I'll leave Mark and You're leaving us in con in control here in your kitchen, You're taking over the chef AJ show. show. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, give gratitude. Thanks for watching, yeah. everyone. Thanks for having yeah. us. Thanks for having us, chef. Oh, we're not ending it yet. There we go. <laughs> I am back. Let's see. I'm going to remove the spotlight. I'm going to put us in gallery mode so we can say goodbye. And, and for food allergies, people with food allergies, how, how does that work? Oh, say again. Sorry. Ah, food, food allergies. allergies. We are very strict. We are very careful. Um, uh, from the process of when the food arrives to our facility, um, all the way to it leaves, uh, uh, everything is taken into account. Um, food allergies, there's no cross-contamination. There's obviously no, um, no, uh, you know, time temperature and obviously, uh, out, you know, abuse of that process. So everything is labeled. Everything is true to the label um, to avoid any sort of confusion or allergies. So everything nice. is what it says is what it is. Yep. Well, guys, thank you so much. And, and Chef Will, if there's room on your dance card, you know, people seem to want you to come back and make more recipes. Right on. I'd be, I'd be honored and pleased. That's great. So guys, there is a discount code below for $30 off your first order. Give it a try. Dr. Goldhammer approved. And thank you so much for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time when we have vegan doc talk Q&A with Dr. Scott Harrington. Take care, everyone. Bye.